Welcome to the Better Than Healthy podcast, where I help you go beyond the numbers and rules you were taught about health to create the results that you really want, feeling better, consistently taking care of yourself, and loving yourself more. I'm your host, Ashley Brathman. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 20 of the Better Than Healthy podcast. So today we are going to talk about the teachings within health and weight loss, all those things of using rewards as motivation along the journey. And I think it can be useful to use rewards, but it's not always helpful to always have external motivations for trying to keep us going. So external motivation is just like really when we're using anything from outside of ourselves or a reason that is a reward like that because one it has to be something that would stay extremely compelling for us in order to be really be perceived as a reward and that compelling reason would have to outweigh any reason we wouldn't want to do the opposite of that that would lead to us not getting the goal and I know one of the problems for me when I was using more of rewards as motivation of like setting up the incremental parts along like the small milestones throughout getting to a bigger weight loss goal is the more and more weight loss attempts that I did, the less of these milestones that I've reached and the more I fell into really negative patterns with these rewards. So one of them was and I see this in lots of other people too, is starting to see it as like, I don't deserve this thing because I haven't earned it. And we can start to see these basic things that we set up as rewards to then be something that we need to do something to earn, to deserve, to be worthy of getting, which can give us the message that like our where our weight is determines what we are worthy of having, receiving, all of it. And as an example, one of the things that I would use as motivation is set it up in a couple of ways, like whether it was putting money in a jar or something, basically something that's like, oh, as my reward for losing weight is then I'll go out and buy a certain piece of clothing or I would just have so much money to go spend on new clothing. And over time, what this led me to doing and why this became really a problem for me is I would start to think of myself as like when I wasn't getting towards my goal, when I wasn't successfully maintaining that, is for years, I wasn't buying clothes that fit the body that I was currently living in. And even when I would have like my workout leggings have like big holes or something that developed in it, I would just be like, oh, well, you know, I should just wait a few more months before I buy anything work towards my goal, get there because, you know, I'm working towards this. I don't want to spend money now and almost accept the body that I was in right now because I wanted to lose weight and be smaller. So I'd be like, oh, I haven't deserved this. I haven't earned this. I can't buy this thing yet because I can't do it, which funny enough, one of those things, (laughs) this is a silly one that I chose this clothing item, but I wanted a new robe. And for a long time, I would not let myself get a new robe because I was like, when I reached a certain weight goal was when I was going to be able, when I decided as a reward, I was going to buy a robe. And so then I like had like two years where I like didn't buy myself a robe because I hadn't earned it. I hadn't deserved it. I wasn't like, didn't view myself as being worthy of it and would just continue that cycle, which a lot of these reward systems also teaches us and teaches our brain that things are better when we are smaller 
but only because we allow it to be for ourselves. And this is not, we're not going to talk about any fat bias or fat shaming here. Like we're going to keep it focused on ourselves as an individual right now. And really when we're allowing ourselves to be better is we're just giving ourselves permission to enjoy the things that we want to enjoy regardless of any goals. And we're going to talk a little bit more on the mindset piece of this in a few minutes, but first I wanted to talk about the other area where I see this really being a problem for us when we are using rewards as motivation is we get really into that pattern, or we can, of delaying our life for the goal. So it ends up being like, when I reach this goal, then I'll schedule the vacation, then I'll allow myself to go to get drinks and dinner with friends and I'll start this new hobby that I've been wanting to do and we can keep being like well one day when this is done then I can actually do the things that I want to do then I will have earned and deserve and then I can actually live the life I want to live but what that ends up doing is we just delay the life we want so if we think about some examples outside of weight and health is we can use the same pattern with like, well, when this project is done at work, when this homework assignment or exams are done in school, when this semester is over, when I graduate, when my kids are a certain age, then things will settle down more. I'll have more time for the things I want to do. Like when I, when this is done, then I'll be happier. Then I'll have more time. Then I'll be more relaxed Then whatever it is. We can do that. But what really ends up happening most of the time is when that project or stage finishes, something else just fills the space that gets in the way. And we continue that cycle over and over again of like, well, when this is done, then I'll be happier, have more enjoyment, whatever it is. And because we can think we don't have time or it's too busy, it's too crazy. Like we can think all of those things about that stage. But when we are practicing that pattern of that, then we just move into the next stage with the exact same mind pattern and thought pattern, which creates the exact same experience in that next stage. So I know I experienced this with throughout school and it was some, sure, influenced too by weight too, but I remember being in like undergrad and being like, oh, well, when I finish my dietetics program, then I'll have more time to do these other things. Like when I finish studying for my registered dietitian exam, when I finish my master's degree and I won't be, you know, working multiple jobs, I'll just be working one. Then things like it just kept being like, well, when this thing's done, when this project is over, then things will be better. And then I remember getting into my full-time job as a clinical dietitian in a hospital and having the exact same experience there. But then I realized like, the ending of this is when I retire like in a full-time job now it's like this is the pattern this is what I have it's not like when this one thing is done things will be better anymore because I mean that's like 40 years or more and that's really when I started to learn a lot about mindset personal development and around this time too is also when I found intuitive eating because I was really searching for like okay if this is it, how do I make the most of it? And trying to figure out how I changed the experiences that it was having. And besides learning that the actual thoughts you think create how you feel and which creates 
what you do and what you create in your life. Besides that, one of the most impactful things that I learned is that an unhappy journey doesn't magically have a happy ending. That things don't just get better than they are right now because we always have the capacity right now to be happy, to enjoy our life, to enjoy the experiences that we have. Because how you experience the journey is how you experience the ending. And really, if you think about it, in life, the only time we really get to the end of something is really at the end of our life. And the rest of the time is really a lot of journeys. And so if we're waiting until the end to enjoy it, it's not like when you're watching a movie and you're watching the struggle and the hero's journey and they're really struggling and then all of a sudden things like live happily ever after. It's like, I'm going to use a movie reference here because I just watched this because I remember watching Enchanted when I was younger and the new movie, This Enchanted, just came out and it talked about how real life doesn't just have a happily ever after, that there's always things that are worked out. It's not just like, and now we live happily ever after. There are things that you're working on. There are struggles throughout the journey and how it's not just that fairy tale where everything just magically is good. It's always a part of a journey. So the more we can learn to appreciate different stages of the journey, the more we can learn to enjoy the journey, that's when we experience more happiness and more fulfillment throughout the entire experience. Because the journey is the stage where we're practicing who we want to be and how we want to live. So if we are waiting to the end of it to give ourselves permission to feel the way we want to feel, experience things the way we want to do, do the things that we want to do, then we're always going to be delaying some of those things because we're always going to be in the part of a journey. And if we're practicing being unhappy and dreaming about the future and not experiencing and appreciating and having some gratitude for where we are now and bringing in the pieces of the future that we want to be experiencing now, and then we're forever delaying them. So bringing it back to weight and body, then when we spend the whole journey of trying to lose weight, of trying to be healthy, hating our body, telling ourselves that we're lazy and that we need to do more, and when we're shaming ourselves and fearing that we're going to fail and what it'll mean about us and that another thing won't work for us, then even when people reach the goal, it's most people have a short period of enjoying that goal. And but really lots of people and I struggled with this too, don't really know how to celebrate themselves. So when they get to that goal, maybe it's a short little like period of excitement or no celebration at all. And then immediately just setting another goal. Or they celebrate by being able just to go back to their old habits and thinking that that journey was done and now they can just go back to living the way that they were before because they never really changed who they are and how they see themselves because how we see ourselves really does create our behaviors and our habits and to finish that original train of thought is like after that short period of like yay I hit the goal I see it often goes two ways with weight one being 
losing awareness around food and body for a while until it becomes a problem again. And the second one being spending a lot of times fearing that the weight is going to come back on, that you're going to be lazy, that you're going to fail the maintaining it, and that it's harder to maintain, and that kind of wishing that you could just go back to those old habits or that things could be easier and spending a lot of time thinking about how it's not exactly what you wanted it to be. Or I guess there's a third one too, is I see people when they reach their original goal, they get there and it's like, well, I still don't feel amazing about myself. So let me just set a lower goal. And then they continue striving for a certain weight because we can get this idea by messaging that when we reach a certain weight, then we're going to love our bodies and we're going to feel a certain way and feel happier and better. And so then we keep chasing a goal trying to get those feelings when accomplishing a goal isn't what provides those feelings what provides those feelings is how we are viewing ourselves based on how we're thinking about ourselves and that does not come from any goal or accomplishment that comes from working on our relationship with ourselves and of course too i guess there's a fourth option here it also is people being can be stuck in that cycle of just continuing to prove that they are lazy Not because they truly are inherently lazy, but because they believe they are lazy and that they fall off the wagon all the time and they always are end up failing. So then they just keep proving that story true to themselves just because they believe it, not because it's like actually true about them. They've just proved it true because they see themselves that way and then create actions to prove it true. And really what I've learned in practice and experience and through study too of different personal development the best way to reach goals i'm not talking about weight loss goals because i don't set those myself and i don't work with other people on them because there can be a lot of factors that influence weight that is more than just diet and exercise but anyway the best way to reach the goals and let's say the goal is like we want to move our body consistently to feel good to listen to our bodies more for hunger and fullness cues sleep more or any other non-health goal is the best way just to practice being the person who you think has that goal and the version of yourself who we think effortly maintains that goal so for those of you who are having a hard time right now letting go of a weight focus or thinking that that isn't the priority that will help you This reflection I find is helpful. So actually there's two reflections here. The first one we're going to do is I was talking with a friend the other day about how like it was the reflection of looking back on the bodies that you had previously with more appreciation than you have for them in the moment right now. So I've had this conversation with numerous people is like especially before really making peace with my body is talking about like oh if I just like had the body I was like had in high school like if I had appreciated that lighter weight and how I looked then because even then I thought I was fat and would viewed myself that way but like if I would have only known I would have appreciated that then why didn't I do that I would kill for that body right now it's kind of like the, the mindset of that is like yes I would do anything to look like that again and I hate it and I didn't appreciate it when I was there in like reflecting back on that the key piece here that I want you to think about because for me and I know for other people is we have kind of the same concerns about our bodies that we used to have so whether that is like how your legs look how your butt looks how your stomach looks is a lot of times I find that people are like oh well even then I didn't like my thighs like what was I thinking then and it's like 
good awareness to bring on how that thought has been continuous no matter how your body has changed because that is very consistent for a lot of people is like the areas of their body that they didn't like when they were younger tend to be areas of their body that they still don't like today and their body has changed so it's not how your body looks that influences how you see your body because a lot of times people don't like the same features no matter what weight they were at and that is a good reflection because it's like it is not how your body looks that creates how you feel about your body because now you look back on that own body with more appreciation than you did when you actually experienced living in that body now the second reflection is to think of something that you are effortlessly good at whether that is some sort of hobby like if it's art if it's music if it's video games if it's cleaning if it's organizing if it's like a good sleep schedule if it's time management if it's arriving on time if it's something at work whatever it is like thinking of something that we are just effortlessly good at or if it's like being a friend or listening like something we all have something cooking whatever it is and how much time for that thing that is so effortless for you how often do you think about being bad at it or that you might make a mistake or that it might not be good enough or that you might fail at it like how often with that thing that is so effortlessly when you are doing it maybe it's just for yourself too because sometimes that fear changes if other people are going to see it versus if it's just something for yourself but like usually people who do things effortlessly because effortless is in there is they're not spending a lot of time thinking and reflecting on that thing they just do it where or if you're having a hard time thinking about something you're effortlessly good at like how often do you spend thinking that you might not brush your teeth correctly? Most people just kind of brush their teeth because it's a habit that's ingrained and it's pretty effortless to do when it's a habit that's ingrained. And now think of if you were effortlessly thin or you can't imagine yourself being that way. Think of somebody else you know who is just like effortlessly thin. How often do they spend thinking and talking about food and their weight? Usually it's very, very little or none at all because it's effortless for them and we all have different spots where it would just feel effortless and good to maintain our body and our body would just maintain us there and we would just feel amazing when we spend so much time thinking about the struggle of it we continue to perpetuate that we are someone who struggles with this thing and if we instead approach it from the way of like this is easy for me this is effortless i trust my body like i move my body regularly i do these things for me and it's just who i am and what i do and it's just effortless for me to continue doing these things and taking care of myself then that becomes the reality for us even if it's not actually effortless in the beginning the more we see ourselves that way the more we create that reality for ourselves not that being effortlessly thin is the goal i just wanted to use it as an example here but we don't know exactly where that weight is, spot is going to be for your body and whatever spot that is it's perfect and beautiful so let's use one of my old rewards as an example. So one of those that milestones I would set was usually like getting a massage. And the like I said before, the more weight loss attempts I did, the less I hit these goals, which meant I started to really see as I wasn't deserving of things when I wasn't hitting the goal of it. So even when my body felt extremely sore, like my back was hurting, I hadn't earned a massage. I didn't reach my goal, so I wouldn't let myself do it. And I would be like, well, once I reach my goal, then I can get it. So I would spend time thinking about how I wanted it. My body was sore, like how much the massage would help, but that I didn't deserve it because I hadn't earned it. And because I viewed myself as not deserving and earning it and failing at my goal, I wouldn't really feel motivated to work towards my goal because I started to just like ingrain more and more the more times I failed at it, that 
I was just going to continue to fail at it. So then I would have really short bursts of motivation where it was like the night before I'm like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to try again. Tomorrow is going to be better. And it would be in the morning and then my motivation would die off through the night and because I was expecting myself to fail with it. And then I would. And I would continue that pattern and continue seeing myself that way and just see myself as someone who would quit on it. And I would see myself as not eating on plan, not continuing with my workouts as someone who would just end up being lazy and give up. And I would even see myself like if the scale wasn't matching up with where I thought it should be, which is just me making up what I thought it would should be at, which is not actually, like we don't have direct control over what our body's going to do with things. We just have control over how we take care of our bodies. But I would see the scale as like deserving for whether I truly completed and accomplished what I was working on. So like I'm thinking now of a time when I wouldn't even like complete workout programs that I was doing because I hadn't done the diet perfectly because I wasn't at the goal I thought I should be at. And I remember one specifically of like getting to day like the last week of a long workout program. So I think it was like completed 73 of like 80 days or something like that. And actually did every workout but because I hadn't lost weight and I didn't follow everything perfectly I viewed the whole thing as a failure and I just quit like I kind of was like well don't really I didn't feel like I deserved to finish all 80 days of the workout because I wasn't at my goal because it didn't work so I was like well what's the point of this last week when it didn't work anyway which at the time kind of made sense to me but as I'm like reflecting back on it it's like I can't believe how okay I thought it was to be so harsh and mean to myself and how that was such an accepted thing because I thought it was a way that was going to motivate myself and I thought I just needed to restart so I just restarted back at day one and we really teach this in the health and wellness like type of culture in the way of thinking that you need certain things to feel good about yourself which again is just delaying feeling good about yourself which is a silly thing to do and because that journey was me not hitting the weight milestones and goal, my brain, like I had unconsciously and unintentionally trained myself to see myself as not deserving of the rewards and feeling good because I hadn't hit the goals. Because I taught myself to look for the rewards as a way to motivate myself and I wasn't trained to really look for other ways to celebrate myself. And I didn't celebrate like things like how strong I was, like how amazing I felt in the workouts, how I had done 73 days of showing up to do workouts when I definitely didn't want to do them every single day and how I was actually really enjoying the workouts because I was so focused on the scale. And I ignored all of that because I was so trained to be like focused on weight as the answer and how I really thought that was the reflection of how I was doing. And here's the thing. We train our brains what to look for. And we can either work on that and decide to do that intentionally in a way that supports us. Or we can leave our brains really to their own devices. And it can end up being like a toddler running around with scissors and accidentally causing us pain all day long. Because that's really what I was doing is I wasn't making intentional decisions about how those that was influencing me because that continued me in the pattern of not really taking my care of myself. And now learning what I know about 
mindset and working on that and how that influences how we are taking care of ourselves and how we are viewing ourselves, influencing how we actually take care of ourselves and where we put priorities. And now I really focus on being somebody who takes care of myself first and foremost. So then doing things like scheduling a massage, like working out, resting, sleeping, listening to my hunger and fullness cues, taking care of myself emotionally, all those things reinforce that I'm a woman who takes amazing care of myself. Like the more I think about being someone who just takes exquisite care of myself, guess what the result of that is? I continue to take better care of myself. I continue to focus more on creating the life I want now versus waiting for a goal to give me permission to do different things that I want to do. Because the more I do that, the more I just take better care of myself. The less I think I need to deserve or earn the things that I want. Because we don't have to hit the milestones first. Because the more we end up incorporating the things that we think we'll have once we reach the goal into our current daily lives, the more those goals just naturally become a part of our reality in a way that's really effortless. And it stops being this Because the reason it feels so rough and like we're using willpower and we're grinding and like gritting through things is because we have our old way of doing things and our old patterns butting up against the new things that we want to do. And so when we're viewing ourselves as lazy and then trying to work out multiple times a week, then those two things don't align. Like if you view someone as like, I'm someone who's always struggled with exercise, I'm someone who's already struggled with weight, and then you're trying to do something where you're effortlessly maintaining a lower weight which weight is not a goal that we have here because I just don't find it to be a useful thing and it's not necessary like it also leaves the intention and impression I guess is the better word that that is somehow better and that is not the case everyone can be healthy in everyone's body wants to rest in a different thing we all have different bodies they're not all meant to look the same and the more it's just easy to use those examples because I find a lot of times people have put a lot of focus on weight because it's part of our culture But going back to that is like the more we incorporate different things that we want to do into our life right away, like the more we just become the person who does those things and has those things. And when we are butting up against like somebody who, like one of the ones I worked with somebody through is like, I've just never been an exerciser. And then they're trying to exercise. But when you believe I'm someone who I've just never been good at exercise, I've never been an exerciser, and you're trying to exercise, it's a lot harder to exercise because your brain's not on board with you taking the actions of exercising because you're not an exerciser. So even just little ways of like going for a walk, walking around your house, stretching something that starts to be like, I exercise, I'm a stretcher. It's like, this is something I do for myself. The, the more we incorporate that and start to bring that into our identity and how we are seeing ourselves and what we want for ourselves, the more our brain is then on board with taking those actions. Because that's when we have a lot of resistance and have to use a lot of willpower is when our brain is not on board with the things that we want to do. And gives the added a benefit of we don't have to keep delaying the things we want to experience in the life that we want for reaching something, for accomplishing something. We can start bringing that in right away and it makes it so much easier to accomplish the thing when we're not like holding it over our head and it makes it so much easier to just live the life we want when it's not this fight and this butting up against ourselves. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Better Than Healthy podcast. If you're finding these episodes helpful, I would love it if you would leave me a review or share it with people so that way more people can find it. Thank you and I'll see you next week.